0: Hi, welcome to BizPoints TV, presented and created by the Court Camp Group. During each episode, we'll be introducing you to popular and trending topics, unique businesses, technology, and of course, the people that are impacting all of us in the small business community. My name is Larry Court and I'm your host. Today, I'd like to welcome as our guest Lee Barnes.
1: Thank you, Larry. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Glad you could join us today, Lee.
2: Create a stronger and more dynamic business. Larry Kortkamp, founding partner at the Kortkamp Group, talks with industry insiders about trending topics moving the needle or not for local business today. Here's your host, Larry Kortkamp.
0: Lee is an accomplished businesswoman, entrepreneur, trainer, mentor. Is there anything you can't do?
1: (laughs) I I think that list is way too (laughs) over-glamorized. It's hard work. You know, As a business owner, I think you just look back, it's all hard work
0: hard work,
1: and thousands and thousands of hours of work.
0: That's true, (laughs) but don't sell yourself short. It takes unique people to do what you do. So uh, for those of us who don't know you very well, we'd like to learn a little bit more about you and and what it's taken for you to get to where you are today. As someone told me, you started out at nine or something?
1: Eight or nine, I actually loved, actually the idea of having money. (laughs) So I learned real quickly, if you ask, you receive. So I would knock on doors, tell people I'd clean their house at a young age, and I end up with like eight or nine accounts. And you know, back then, you know, I'm almost 50. Back then, when you're making $10 a house, I was like rolling in the cash. At that age, you're like, this is exciting. So I kept doing more, and I found ways to create income through. Do you remember at that age when country was the big deal? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the weeds that your wife might have brought into the house that were spray
0: painted? I was going to say, even though I'm much older than you are, <laughs> yes, I remember.
1: <laughs> and then they throw a country bow on it. Yeah. Well, I made a fortune selling those when I was like, before I was 11 or 12, selling them and hanging on people's houses. Huh. And I look back, it's was like, what a crazy idea. Taking some weeds, spray painting them, and throw a ribbon on it, and somebody would pay you money.
0: Well, my wife is collecting the cotton... <laughs> Ball, the, the, right, the bowls of cotton, is that what they are, right? She
1: likes the South.
0: Yeah, where we grew up, that's, that's <laughs> everywhere, easy. right?
1: And the funny thing is, is most people don't realize, when you take those eclectic pieces, they're actually made with beauty. I mean, look at what's going on with all the real TV shows right now with the decorating. It's that's all right. that natural look, natural wood. So it all comes back in cycles.
0: Now, is that what led you to a flower shop?
1: Yeah, I ended up uh, working at a floral shop. Uh, didn't even have any idea of flowers and decorating, but I always say God gives each one of us a talent. Sometimes you don't know that talent. I happen to have a really good talent with decorating. And it was a very young age, so my aunt took me on. She even let me run the little flower shop in the mall. And then from there, I ended up in the wedding industry, um, in the textile world. Mm. Um, A funny story, my mom told me, I said, well, Mom, I really want to buy a house when I'm 16. And she goes, well, you can do that. And I go, okay, well, I'm going to buy me a house. I'd already bought a car at 14. Saved up enough money and was able to buy a car. Well, she goes, well you need to just go get another job. And I said, okay, what do I do? I'm only 14. They're not going to hire me. She goes, oh, no big deal. Just tell them you're 15. You'll be just fine. I was just really ridiculous. short, took on the job, and ended up was in that fabric world for about seven years. But I was able to intertwine bridal and weddings, and that's how I started my manufacturing business, Lee Original. Great
0: industry, though. My it gosh. but very competitive, right?
1: It is, but back then, I mean, you remember um, – the world was crystals, Schwartzky crystals, and if anything blinged, it made money. So for women, we always wanted the prettiest bling, and I loved glitter. I'm a glitter freak. I was one of those girls in the 60s in the 70s that loved spandex. Do you remember the liquid spandex? No. <laughs> Come on, you don't remember that? No. LeMay, the golds and the silvers. Well, when you're in bridal, all those. Beautiful pieces look great with lace. So I found my own style, my own ribbon, my own look, and it became a theme. And I actually was, Women's Wear Daily wrote me up when I was really young because I had such an eclectic look that was very unique at the time. Not understanding, it was just me. And I was just won, weird.
0: You won a very prestigious award. Is that the industry that you won your award yeah, for? Yeah, I did
1: bridal. Bridal at yeah. the time I had a couple bridal shops. Yeah. I, you know, I had managed to either fire or hire 150 employees so that tells you it was not an easy business we'll cover
0: that a little later yeah. <laughs> it was
1: scary but the bridal itself which brought out that creativity and i think every business owner comes into a business that they're excited there's a passion there having no clue how to build a business i just was passionate about the bridal industry um And the funny thing is, is it took me to heights that I never would have dreamed about. Uh, Became one of the top 2% in the entire country in the bridal industry, and I loved it. But I have one big thing with business. The day you pull up at your business or the day you even go to work at a place and you do not enjoy and you do not enjoy that environment, you don't want to be there anymore, is the day you need to sell or quit. And I'm so thankful I took that advice from my own self because at 30, I decided to retire. Did not like brides anymore and did not want to be in the wedding industry anymore. And for some reason, it stopped just one day. Mm. And I don't know how that happens in business, but for me, it did. And um, I'll never forget wanting to sell it. And then technology took over, which if you can imagine in the early 90s, nobody even knew what internet was. I was
0: going to say, that was technology, wasn't technology.
1: Exactly.
0: What makes a trade show event an experienced people,
2: remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor. And if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at The Trade Group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The Trade Group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at TradeGroup.com. Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the trade group. Tradegroup.com for events that draw a crowd. That's tradegroup.com.
0: But you ran a business that actually had employees. It was what we consider to be brick and mortar. a brick and mortar functional business. And you had the opportunity to experience all the happiness and disasters that accompany that, including hiring and managing employees, so, systems, well. inventory, buying, selling, managing all that. Uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, are there things that you wish you knew then that you that I might do. have helped you to be even I more do. successful in that business?
1: So the two things I wish I had really understood was greed and pride in business. Um, looking back when you're in a business owner, you look at competition. That's all you pay attention to. Like, oh my gosh, it's like, it might be nothing, but in your mind, it's as big as the moon. So you sit back as a business owner and you judge yourself to competition. Whereas in the reality of it, I wish I had sat back and said, what can we do as a community and work better together? Whereas I was being selfish. I wanted all the marketing. I wanted all the advertising. I wanted to make sure I got all the big accounts. And looking back, I wish somebody had said, step back. And get somebody that has not magnified the situation. For me I was it was a magnified situation. And then pride would be the reason I didn't ask questions. You know, as a business owner we forget to ask questions. I wish I had. Is it that Understood we forget?
0: That. Is it that we forget, or we deem ourselves a little bit uh, beyond that, and we're better than so. nobody's going to tell me how to run my business exactly. better than me, right? Exactly.
1: It's my money. It's me. It's me. And I think if you could step back and say the biggest mistakes I ever made was not understanding you need multiple hats. You need a marketing hat. You need somebody who understands taxes. You need somebody to give you strategy ideas. You know, there's a reason why there's twelve parts of the year and you've got a season to go through, there's also going to be ups and downs and they are expected because of the market you're in. I didn't know that. So I went in with passion. I was excited about the industry, not understanding any of that. And then throw in the fact you've got 20 or 30 employees you're dealing with and you're worried about their livelihood. That's amazing stress and pressure on somebody. And I I think honestly, that's one big reason I ended up developing breast cancer at a young age. I think it was all my business.
0: You think so? I,
1: the chemicals, the textiles, I think some of that. But looking back, stress can be one of the leading killers for a business owner. And if you look at their blood pressure, you look at the stress, you look at their anxiety, the relationships around their family. I didn't have any of that. I was so focused on business back then.
0: You know, and as a small business consultant, we see that far too often. We always talk about it. It's just an organization with a block on it. You know, they just—they don't know how to delegate very well. And, and they're all very passionate people. They love their businesses. And and it's a lot of times the the very traits that that get them into the business are the same traits that hurt them going forward later That's on. That's good point. Uh and I know we've had some discussions where you're a you're a systems and processes gal just <laughs> like I am and and you like it, and you need to have that, right? You need to have you need to have ways of managing your business and we talked to so many people that that have no idea the numbers involved in their oh. business. And if you're in businesses like yours where you have fabric or ordering or lead times and inventory and and how long is it going to sit on the shelf and seasonal orderings and and then bring in the retail world where you're buying for Christmas of next year, but you're dealing with it today. It's a huge amount of inventory and information that that boggles your mind all the time. And if you don't have a place to put that, it'll kill you quick.
1: And Mm. and one season could kill you in my industry. One season. And now going fast forward, I'm out of that world and I'm in a different world where I'm building teams and building revenue streams and residuals. The one thing I've noticed is even in that world, You still have to have systems, and those are the things that actually made me very successful. If I didn't have that, but I learned it from great mentors, you know, people like you that are willing to spend time with somebody, look at something with an objective eye, and say, this is an improvement. This is an area you can improve, and it's not being prideful asking. It's actually benefiting you for your entire family and business, because you will take your path this way, and it could totally destroy you, or you can take it this way, and it'll make you. Very well
0: off old sayings have been around for a while because they're usually right, right? You don't (laughs) and one that we use a lot Is you don't know what you don't know and and so many people there's a lot to know and you can't know everything We certainly don't That's right. and we still make problems and and challenges for ourselves uh, Even though that some don't agree and don't don't actually they're invisible to everybody else Uh, But you had hit on something earlier that I wanted to touch on possibly a little later in the show Which is is building that network of of support around yourself, right? And that's one of the businesses that you currently work with, and you're building a huge networking group that does exactly that? We
1: started C because I felt like there was a huge market in the marketplace of givers. You know, takers, there's a lot of takers out there. And a very well-known mentor of mine, he said to me, he said, Lee, you're not going to be great at everything. Pick the things you're the best at and focus on that. Don't focus on things you can't do. Go hire people for that.
0: That's a great place for us to stop. Okay. Uh, because I wanna delve deeper into that business with you when we come back. But right now we're gonna take a quick break, get a word from our sponsors, let them help us pay a few bills here. So we'll see you when we come back.
2: We'll be right back with more Biz Points featuring Larry Korkamp after these messages. You are not what you eat. You are what you absorb. Air, water, and nutrients are vital to your health. Today's lifestyles are bombarded with electromagnetic frequencies. Absorbing these frequencies are linked to brain fog, to illness and diseases down to the cellular level. I am Brenda Wakefield. Go to BetterHealthBrenda.com to discover how you can protect your family, work and living spaces, your mind and your body without disconnecting from your wireless lifestyle. BetterHealthBrenda.com, BetterHealthBrenda.com.
3: The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock, owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace, an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future, handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com.
0: Hi, welcome back. We've been talking with Lee Barnes, and we're going to kind of pick up where we left off. Lee, one of the finest, uh, the hardest things, not the finest thing, but one of the hardest things we find with people and their businesses is the ups and downs, the cyclical nature of businesses, And, and some of it is natural, but some of it is is, is made by ourselves, but we still need to understand both of those. Do you find that in, in what you do?
1: I do, I do. And, and now that I build sales teams and I work with so many personalities, I've learned that they don't understand it. They don't understand when you have the high highs in business and then all of a sudden you have a low low. The problem is, is they get that low and they may not come out without good people around you. So when you're in an environment of what y'all built at your, at your firm, taking that time to listen, and just listen to their anxiety, listening to their words, listening to what's going on, and then looking at their portfolio and going, I see a lot of improvement here, but have you ever looked at it from this angle? There's a huge part of that. So that roller coaster of business is the one thing that business owners will either die or live through. And you, you mentioned be steady.
0: You <laughs> mentioned earlier about you and that one day you decide, you know, that it just wasn't your had business enough. for you and you'd had enough. But that happens in small bits and pieces it too. Does. One of the things I often like to do in that initial meeting is talking to a small business owner and say, this morning when you woke up, there was that moment of dread and you didn't even want to come into your own business. You know what? What was that? What was was it, it an employee issue? You forgot to do something. You'd missed a, a window or you had some, what What was that challenge that was thing. facing you this morning that you didn't even want to come into your own business? And it gives us a, a starting point, right? Because they've run a they've actually run a successful business. We're here having this discussion. Yeah. So now what we want to do is what you just said. We want to look at those little spots within their business that that maybe we can help them to uh, move past. Maybe there's a bottleneck. Maybe there's a systems Smart. that they need to do. And having that conversation with them and number one, patting them on the back because they're very successful. They've gotten where they are, which is, as you and I both know, is difficult to do, difficult. even to get to that point. And it's, uh, that's when the fun starts and trying to make it than last through all these cycles <laughs> <Profitable>. <laughs> is, and make it profitable. Is that part of it too? You, you gotta, you gotta you're make supposed money to make money, aren't you? That was part of that I kept leaving out in, in several of my businesses. But we need to, yeah, that's what we're trying to educate
1: people. Well, you is. told me a great story. You had a huge, huge supplier. You got the blessing to get, but it actually ended up a curse because... You didn't ask enough questions. You know, and
0: and that was in a a wholesale or manufacturing business. And and you get the call that every one of us wants to get. That's the major retailer that says, we love you and we want your products. And you don't think of anything else. It's like, it's another challenge. I'm going to get those products out there. I'm going to get them in the stores. But then you realize the other part, and it's 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 a lot of cash flow. You make a lot of money, but you don't make a lot of money. Mm-mm. So when you get to the profit side, it's it's not as much as you wanted. That hurt us. And then we didn't think about some of the after-the-market sales, too, which a lot of people don't. Mm-mm. What about returns, and how are you going to handle that? And, and that program, even though we actually passed through millions of dollars we ended up actually costing us money out of pocket to cover some you of those have extra the account. Yeah so it was like it was a challenge it was exciting but it was one of those roller coaster rides that yeah. looking back in time you want to hope you want to hope that you can spare somebody that okay. that that pain of doing it, or at least do it the right way the next time. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Or had a better lawyer.
0: <laughs> Could I have had a little
1: more research on right. that? But that's where a business owner needs other mentors, and they need right. business owners to work together. And I think most people, if you get involved with a group like yours, something that actually is a collaboration where people come together, the systems I've learned, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on marketing and advertising. And looking back, I'm down to a simple system now that it does exactly what I need. It's workable in my environment because I have to have something I'm comfortable with instead of paying an entire tech company to run what I was doing prior. Those little things make a difference. So systems are important. Technology is important. Uh, looking back, if I could have taught anything to a business owner is ask questions to other business owners. Um, the biggest mistake, it goes back to pride and greed. And those yeah. two areas have either made me a lot of money or are basically lost and we've, it all.
0: We've talked about that a little bit too and you hinted on it earlier as far as competition and competitors and being concerned about your business. And I think the the thing we try to get people to overcome is that fear that their competitors are their enemy. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to feel comfortable in your business, competent in your business, knowing that you can't do everything for everybody. Mm-mm. You aren't all things to all people. And right. being able to yeah, being able to share within your community to help your business and your community grow at the same time. That's how you create that lasting business. And having, today we're very fortunate, we have so much technology today that makes, when we were starting out, Technology was non-existent. You and, Google. You can Google things. And, and the technology that, that we have today for small business that that at very affordable levels can make the systems operate better. That can relieve you of some of those everyday pressures to allow you to do what you do best as an entrepreneur: Sorry. be creative. and And where do I want my business to be? And how can I, you know, move it forward and save uh, save a little money here or there? That's what That's what the back end is supposed to be doing on your behalf. So. I love technology. It's one of my passions. And in, in our firm, of that's what I focus on is, is integrating technology within a business. And I know yeah. that's one of yours as well as far as systems and processes. So finding those things that, that mesh well with your personality Technology should disappear, right? It shouldn't It shouldn't be enhance. It shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be a job, right? Business. So many people I talk to, they say, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. Yeah. You're working way too hard. It shouldn't be that way. It should be easy for you. It should be seamless. It should work into your environment and your personnel. Um, so applying systems and processes that make that uh, enhance simple. your business, it's very simple.
3: Local DFW businesses, advertising keeps your businesses front and center in the marketplace. The OBBM network offers targeted reach into the markets you want to dominate. Advertise on the OBBM network for radio, podcast, and television exposure directly where you want it. Area chambers and people groups value knowing service providers they can trust for themselves and trust when giving quality referrals. Advertising strategically is key to successful ROI. Discover what local DFW business advertising on the OBBM network can do for you. Call 214 714 0495 to find out more today. And go to the OffbeatBusiness.com to download your free copy of the Definitive Local Business Digital Media Guide for 2019. That's 214 714 0495, OffbeatBusiness.com.
0: Getting back to mentors, you said something interesting to me earlier on and that was finding a mentor or finding a a consultant or somebody. If I'm at this level, I need to find my mentor that's at,
1: the, at another, the
0: level. another level.
1: So, <laughs> don't hang out. This is one thing I did learn is don't hang out with people that are, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And so if you're in business, think about this way. If I want to learn from somebody and I want to make 100000 a year, I need to find somebody making more than 100000 a year to take me to that level or give me some wisdom. The other thing I learned a long time ago is when you want to make a million, find somebody that's making more than a million. And when you start looking back at every business you've ever done, if I had done that when I was younger, boy, I would have been so much farther ahead. But now they have people like you that are consultants that will come in and actually give you wisdom on, here's an option, here's an option. And they give you options that unless you're in the networking world and you're out there in the community with givers, most of those people are not sharing. And I've learned that in a hard way.
0: I was going to say, we're talking about the people that are receiving that, but I'm going to look at our audience real quick. This is also about giving back. And if you're one of those businesses that's very fortunate and you have made it in your business, now's the time you need to be the giver portion of that equation and you need to help those other businesses. That's how your business reaches its next level is by helping somebody come up from the bottom and go from, from there on. There's
1: nothing more joy than finding a way to help somebody who's at this level and then take them to the next I mean, there's a lot of joy in that. I'm, it's, it's fascinating if you really pay attention to the universe and pay attention to what God's got for your life. He will bring you those people into your life. And so I just look at it as you've got a fingerprint for a reason. You know, each one of us have this beautiful fingerprint, and it came with talents and gifts and skills. The problem is you need about 10,000 hours to make those skills really great or whatever your p- purpose on this planet is. But in business, you have such a unique opportunity other than any other person. You have more freedom than most. You have freedom to work. You work many, many hours more than a normal job. But the neat thing is if you could take and apply it and give it to somebody else and then they can go on and flourish their families or their family's future, think about the beauty of that.
0: So I usually ask my guests at the end something like that. What would you, uh, what was your last thought for our audience that you'd like them to take away from today's uh, discussion that we had? Is yeah. that one thing that you'd like them to yeah, take away? I, I
1: think, Some of it is just count your blessings. I wish looking back after this has been 27 years in business and I'm on my ninth company and lots of headaches, lots of great things, lots of of wonderful things and a lot of tough times. I wish I had looked back and enjoyed the journey. The is the best part. I look back at some of the coolest things I've been able to do in business. And you know, traveling to uh, market when I was 16 and sitting in an Atlanta showroom with bridal dresses everywhere that I couldn't afford, but I just happened to be at a moment in time and I didn't appreciate it. Appreciate the times you're with the staff. The holidays are coming up, spend time ask questions, find out what the people in your life are doing. And I think looking back, if I had just enjoyed the journey more, now I really appreciate every day.
0: They tell us that when we're young. We don't appreciate it until we're older, and but it's don't. very true. Uh, appreciate what you've got. Uh, love those that are around you. Try and help uh, help your fellow man, your community. Do a, Make a dent in the universe, somebody once told me, so I, I agree with that. And. Uh, we're going to wrap this up for today. Thank you, Lee, for thank being you. our guest I today. Just, I really had so enjoyed it. It's so much fun. We could go on for hours i got to learn more. more from you. <laughs> That's right. We're going to end it today. And uh, I just want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, join us for our next episode, where we'll continue on learning more information about small business and how to make yours even better than it is today. Until then, keep improving. I'm Larry Kortkamp. Thanks for tuning in.
2: You've been enjoying Biz Points with Larry Kortkamp. Brought to you by the Court Camp Group. To be a guest or request sponsorship information, contact the Court Camp Group at 972 824 8002 today. Production and programming information requests for the OBBM network should be directed to Offbeat Business Media by calling 214 714 0495 or send your request to info at offbeatbusiness.com. BizPoints TV, podcast, and radio show are produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network. Unauthorized use of logos, audio, video, or reproduction is strictly prohibited.